Let's get real comfortable. Previously on last week's podcast, we had talked about making the mockery out of God. Matter of fact, I'm going to need to actually stand up, not sit down, and walk around. So last week's cliffhanger, I was saying that it's very dangerous to be making a mockery out of God, to really be blessing in his name, and to just think that it's funny, funny games. We do that around a whole bunch of people. Never do that, ladies and gents. That is grounds for a God removing his protected field away from you and for the enemy to really do as he pleases. Some of you don't know that you have the grace of God really wrapped around you. That you could get murked at any minute. What I mean by murk, I mean you could actually die or you could actually get hurt and things of that nature. So for those that be making a mockery out of God, that there's no God and God's not this and he's not that, I just want to give you a warning right now. Please be very cautious of this in God and this in the Holy Spirit. That's truly almost like an unforgivable sin right there. Because you will really need to repent to repent in order to get back in right standing with God. So, ladies and gents, for that cliffhanger right there, never mock God. Because God is not one to be played with. Yes, he is all loving and all knowing and everlasting, omnipotent, omnipresent. He's all of that. But at the same time. God does have another side that most folks tend to forget. And I highly suggest y'all stay on his good side and worship the Father. As opposed to be on his bad side, thinking that <laughs> talking about him badly is going to give you brownie points. That's why you get to send straight to hell. Now, let's begin the podcast. It's 416 or 1616 in army time. On April 15, 2022. This is called Passover Friday, or most folks call it Easter Friday, or most folks call it Good Friday. Now, I'll say there's nothing good about Passover Friday when you really look at the story as to how Christ truly um, was. How, way, how gruesome his death was on the cross. For those that don't know, Resurrection Sunday is this upcoming Sunday on April 17, 2022. Or as most folks call it, Easter Sunday. You know, things by the Easter bunny and little eggs and Easter baskets and candies and stuff like that and yada yada. And these ants are smart as heck. So, as a mealworm I had left in here for Silky Smooth, the lizard, and whatnot, that he didn't get a chance to finish eating yesterday. So, the sunlight kind of fried the heck out the mealworm. But, yeah, various ants trying to get the mealworm out for the little water dish thingy they have them in there. So, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. But, afar from all of that, though, um, they can't get them out. Or well, they trying to. So they could give it to the colony and whatnot. I just took a look at that. But afar from that though, like I said, Resurrection Sunday, as we Christians called it, 
is when Jesus had risen from the dead. And I will be real with you. Some of you guys may have heard this story multiple times in all the versions of the Bible, but do you really truly understand what Christ had done for the world? Do you really truly, truly understand how in the Old Testament, the laws that God had gave to Moses, because it's actually more than 10 commandments, it's more 600 and something, something commandments, whatever. But when Christ came, the law was still in place that God had gave to Moses. But at the same time, God, Jesus had made it an easier way. He's God in the flesh, y'all. So, so he made it an easier way for us to come to the Father. Because to be real, most of us to say will still be doing the, um, if I'm not mistaken, the mosaic way of repenting for our sins. That is, go to a church, chop one half of a lamb and a bird and everything for different sins of atonement and do this and do that. We would still be doing that in this day and age. And it not been for Jesus dying on the cross. Switching up part of the law in a sense. To which we are able to come and access and talk to God. The grace of the Holy Spirit. Also Jesus himself. And be able to um, ask God for forgiveness and talk to him. Because we look at the Old Testament before back then, it's like you had to be purified in order to come to the temple, in order to talk to God and things of that nature. So by his grace, and as we celebrate um, Resurrection Sunday, no Christ has risen indeed. Most folks think that's a fairy tale story. It's not. We really start looking at the history and accounts of how everything came to be. We have to really understand the Old Testament or in the days of Moses and Joshua, them to really understand, and Isaiah, Ezekiel, all of them to really understand the opposite way. You have to understand the beginning of the creation and why sin most definitely was prevalent at the fall of man and why God was like, yeah, I can't go down there per se and do, you know, try to do, but when in a different sense, I can send my son, who's right here next to me by the throne, down there as a payment for the sins of this world. A perfect example of that will be Abraham and Isaac. If you pay attention to that particular story closely, Abraham was willing to sacrifice his only son. I mean, he had Ishmael. But the son that he had was Sarah, which is Isaac. And if we take a look also with the 10 plagues that happened in Egypt, which was the time of testing and also testimony. And some of you guys might be like, well, what does that do with Jesus' eye on the cross? They had killed the lamb. And put it on a doorpost. They put it on two sides of the blood's lamb and the top part. Go a couple thousand years later to Jesus. He's nailed on the cross. 
its blood is shed on her as well too. If you think about it, you got the arm pulse because the arm is stressed out and the blood is coming. And you have the top part, which, you know, like the little head part, whatever, with this blood coming as well too. You take a look at those two different representations of Isaac and Abraham and then Moses. And that's why it's called the Passover, because if you remember what the Passover, it was the spirit of death passing over. Um, the children of Israel houses because the last plague that God did in Egypt was I'm going to kill the first of the firstborn, which had happened. So you take a look at Jesus, that's God's firstborn that he sacrificed. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was Pastor Michael Todd or one who has said, or enough has made her before saying. And it must have been crazy. Jesus had told, you know, God had told the angels, okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come as form as a human, send myself as a son to the world to redeem them of their sins, give them another access for it to, you know, for them to repent. And this is how it's going to go down. And I think Pastor Michael one of them has said the angels must have been like, bruh, <laughs> that's a crazy idea for you, what you're about to do. But, at the same time, we take a look at our old stories from the Old Testament and take a look at what's going on right now. Most definitely, um, where God sacrificed his son, that's major. Because trust me, I know about the story and everything, but once you really start understanding it, it's mind-blowing. It's on a whole different level. You can't fully comprehend God's love and this variety of his goodness as to why he truly did die for us on that cross. So don't take a look at Sunday as a day of, oh, see, sir, you know, everybody coming, going, you know, folks that have been in church about 50 years, going to church, or been in church about three years, whatever, you know, just going to church and everybody, you know, like, praise the Lord, and you go back and sin on that following weekend. Now, really understand why Christ died for us because it's much more deeper than what you think also welcome wolves to the Roses Wolves Stand podcast I am your host DJ Skylar also known as Ginger the Q of Rocker Productions at rockerproductionscm.org the website we're still in season 6 almost close to season 7 which will be happening in June that's what we have some different changes around the podcast as well, too. We are in week 233, sessions 1,156 to 1,160. For this week of April 11 through April 15, 2022. Welcome, Wolves, to the then. Let's get into a whole lot of major topics, and I got some good ones for you guys. Especially with the first one, we'll start off. April 11, 2022, Blessed Mondays. There are different types of demons which comes into dreams that can take your life for a slash soul away. To combat them, you must truly know who the Lord is. Some of you guys don't realize, but you have been attacked before within your dreams. 
I'm talking about when you are extremely, extremely, extremely burnt out, tired. And you hear folks that they have the dreams where they're asleep, but they are awake in their room, living room, or where part of the house. And they like, wait a minute, I thought they was, you know, they thought they were asleep, but they don't know that they're in a seventh dimension, as I like to call it. You might be on their way to seventh dimension. Seventh dimension is. And it's a different meaning of it as well. For the meaning I'm about to give you guys, it's a seven dimension, especially when inside the dream realm. It's where your soul is actually semi-conscious. Meaning your fleshy body is still here on earth. But your spiritual aspect is still inside of the dream realm. But part of your mental is still attached meaning you're inside a particular room that you normally be in mostly 24 7 or whatever and so you wake up in that room but you notice that there's something out of order from it it's almost like the matrix you have parallel different universes of okay this is what this used to look like but there's certain items that it's missing from the picture. And there are certain items that I have never seen before. What most folks don't tend to realize is that you do have, as they call it, paralyzing demons, which do come and they have no form whatsoever. And what I mean by they have no form, I mean they are total darkness. And the only way you can tell it's because you try to move and you can't move your body. That's the first sign that they're in the room with you. Second portion of the sign is that these paralyzing type demons have a certain sound, a certain screeching that is I can't even imitate. If I try to imitate it with it's not going to sound quite like that, but it's way much worse. It's one that will make the strongest man on earth crumble like a little baby. And most folks feel the draining of the energy. I'll give you a good example. If you ever seen the Harry Potter movies, um, the Demeters or whatever the heck they call during the later chapters, I would say from Harry Potter um, book four of the um, Quidditch thingy while the other schools came from the different parts of the world, whatever, and they had the major tournament uh, for, you know, which schools will is truly dominant. I'm not talking about the four classes that they had in school, but I'm talking about, like, the different schools. Um, Quidditch Cup and something, something, I forgot what it's called, uh, from Harry Potter chapter four or whatever, well, book number four and everything. But that, and I'll say probably, like, the last two chapters of the book, when he fight it against that Demeter ghoul-like creature thingies that suck the soul out of people. You got paralyzed demons that just like that, but without form. They are literally blacker than Festa Black that they try to create out in this world. And at the same time, them particular demons will take you under. This brand accounts of folks that have got taken under by the paralyzed demons. And they said, well, 
We sing God and God has told us that wasn't our time. And, you know, we was floating around to see our body in our bed and, you know, thought it was a dream. And I would normally tell people, that's not a dream. I actually talked with a coworker about that. I told her it wasn't a dream. I told him straight up that you got taken under. They said to try to fight against it. They try to cuss at it. I'm like, you don't ever try to cuss at a paralyzed demon. That's one thing. They like that. You're a particular demon for a reason. I might get flack for saying this. But you have to also understand, too, that certain demons do have to get permission from the Most High to do certain things. Everybody has to answer to God, including the enemy and the demons. Now, in the demonic world, they do have different hierarchies as well, too. Every world, every being, whether it be celestial, terrestrial, or even human. And yes, terrestrial, ladies and just meaning aliens. Some of y'all might be like, aliens is not real. Really? Because Paul mentioned terrestrial bodies inside. And I just seen the book of it. Was it Corinthians, if I'm not mistaken? Because I did highlight it as well. Sent it to a buddy of mine in a text message. Because we were talking about that a couple days ago. Let's see if I can find it. And whatnot. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 40. Paul Laird says there are, cele- well, let me go ahead with chapter 39 and everything and then go towards it. Paul says, all flesh is not the same flesh, but there is one flesh of men and another flesh of beasts and another flesh of birds and another of fishes. There are also celestial bodies, meaning angelic angels and stuff like that. There's embodies of terrestrial. But the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun, and another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars, but one star different from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption, it is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor, it is raised in glory. As it is sown in weakness, it is raised in power. Paul was talking about um, the flesh in regards to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And how God basically was like, man, y'all cannot be doing nothing corruptible winning your flesh. No, we are creatures of corruption by nature due to sin, which is why... Sunday is such an important day, but it's always an important day regardless of the fact because Jesus died on the cross for our sins. But the reason why I'm mentioning that particular passage in regards to the rest of your bodies is because there are certain demons that do come and do snatch up people. And most folks do not notice that whatsoever. I also want to move my son Bradley. I also want to say as well too in regards with that. That to come back 
a dream demon, a paralyzed demon in there. Also, sex demons as well, too. Some of y'all are like, what's a sex demon? It's when you have a dream that you have a sexual relationship that is fully real. And for those that are single and trying to stay in purity, which is the hardest thing to do, let's keep it real. You know that when your flesh are rising up in the dream, you do whatever you're doing because, you know, some of y'all been so caught up in pornography that you kind of remember the moods and stuff like that. But uh, far from that, you do have different type of demons that do come to your dreams. The main one that most folks will be feeling is the ones that have the assignment of let's take out this person. So when we do take out this person. Guess what's going to happen? We go take them under. And when we take them under... We either they're gonna be judged and go to heaven or they're going to hell. I mentioned this multiple times in the podcast. Uh the idea that you hear uh oh that person died in their sleep. Nine to ten times they was battling a demon, and if you don't know who Jesus Christ is, and I really do mean that why I say this, we don't know who Christ is, guess what happens? You whoever may listen to this podcast it's my dog is barking crazy because amazon had dropped some stuff off and doing for groceries but um you the listener ladies and gents and everything dogs is still barking they are like really distracting even this podcast <laughs> and everything and the crazy thing is got the family in the house. So, like, can y'all get the dogs be quiet, please? Thank you. Uh, far from that, as I was saying, you do have certain demons that do take you under. And when it does happen, guess what? Either you're going to see Christ and he says, not your time and sends you back. And you think it's a dream, but it's not a dream. He's giving you a second chance to make things right. And of course, you're not going to be perfect with it. Because nobody's not perfect with anything in this world. Or it's your time. And he's going to let you know it's your time. And then you're just going to be lifeless with your vessel here on earth. While your spirit is in a different realm. Because sometimes... And I don't know, and I'm not trying to figure out. <laughs> but believe God does cause her to people home. That's because on the spiritual side of things, on the other realm of the world that we can't see, he does have people on other special assignments. Certain assignments that you cannot do as a human. So that you will have to do on the other side of eternity. That's something you guys are going to have to ask God. When he calls you for your time to go home. Some of y'all didn't really like what I just said a few minutes ago. Because the idea of death is scary towards you. But just know that we don't always. Let me phrase that. Just know that we're never truly dead. We are a soul within this earthly vessel. And when you really do think about it. Think about it like from a cell phone point of view. And here's the reason why I said from myself point cell phone point of view. Let's say that a solar event would happen that knock out all communication 
including your phone, including all apps, and just everything within. Your phone will be a dead weight. Because it might be able to power on and just look at the screen. But you probably won't be able to do none of the functions on the phone because you had to have other forms of different things in order for the cell phone to work. Your cell phone would just literally be a paperweight filled with electronical components that won't function because it don't got that little magical twing that makes the apps and the screen and the coding for the computer generation type stuff to actually operate. Operated system wouldn't even mean anything to it. So you just have a dead weight for a phone. That's what I mean by our earthly vessels. It's dead weight. When our souls is going towards the next level. So how do you combat a paralyzing demon or any demon of any form? First and foremost, get to know who Jesus Christ is. And I'm being very serious. This is for my unbelievers out there. And this is also for my believers as well, too. Some of y'all have been slacking within the faith. Y'all been afraid to actually move forward what God has you to do. You know, to proclaim God's word. So y'all just be hiding and scared because we don't want to let folks know that we're Christ, like we're Christian. I used to be like that. But nowadays, I'm like, knowing how good the Lord is, why should I hide my faith? I let my people know my job straight up. Your boy is not perfect. <laughs> Some to cuss, search the cuss words fight. So come out my mouth from time to time. And I'm going to also talk about not being engaged with the world. Because the Lord had on my head a certain scripture passage that I most definitely will be letting you guys know about. So with that and everything else, how you come back to paralyzing demon is how you can combat them and everything. One, you get into worship with God and really talk to God and really be sincere about it and not be fake about it in your form of worship and talking with him in prayer. Two, you can also, when you're in prayer, say, God, you know, as I go to sleep, may my sleep be a blessing. Let your Holy Spirit be within the dream realm and also in the physical. The reason why I say you ask the Lord for the Holy Spirit to come in is so that the Holy Spirit which always be your particular one in you, can most definitely stop any different forms of craziness to come and mess with you. The other thing you can do as well, too, is have worship music play in the background. Have a particular worship track that you like, have it on repeat, and have to play in the background. And the reason why I say that is because you can tell which track is, you can tell which artists and which songs is truly worship music to the Lord and which isn't. And the reason why I said that is because music has different properties as well, too. I'll give you a good example. I used to fall asleep to Kirk's Franklin Chains, and it will take all day from his album, The Fight of My Life. And part of the reason being because I was going through a different season of a breakup back in 2008. So those were two. So those two particular tracks, when I fell asleep, I would still hear the lyrics within my dreams and whatnot. That let me know. That those tracks were holy. Now, the first time I had a paralyzing demon attack me the second time, and whatnot, back in 2008, of I think it's different month or whatever, I kid you not, 
it happened because I was listening to a particular song that wasn't crazy at all. It was by Mew Lamex. I forgot how you pronounce the name. And the track was entitled Infinite Possibilities. And when you hear the track, Infinite Possibilities by Emil Lemux, I forgot how you put, like I said, I forgot how you pronounce the last name. It goes, Infinite Possibilities, I can see it now. The track is dope. The beat and the melody is banging. I used to have that on repeat. It was nothing wrong with it. Also, the second time I got attacked by a paralyzing demon, then I realized that whatever was actually within that song had brought a particular spirit up that tried to snatch your boy. That's the first time I had an encounter with a paralyzing demon, and I actually had an encounter with one last Sunday, low key. But they try to get more crafty as to how they try to do things, and I'm able nowadays to actually move. And get out a power within the dreams. Because I threw a pull at one of them. <laughs> While rebuking it in Jesus' name. And there are certain levels of different paralyzing demons. I'll let you guys know right now. There are certain levels of them. Because if we do mention Jesus' name, some of them don't run just automatically. The weaker ones do. Some of the ones that's a little bit kind of strong in the semi-sense will still try to linger. But... They don't say lingering far too long the more you profess Jesus Christ's name out. Because as it's written in the word, even Jesus know God's name, but even they sh shudder and run at the sound of his name and his voice. Because they know that Jesus Christ is God, period. God in the flesh, God in the spirit. God is three in one. He's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I know what folks try to understand the Trinity us as humans, we can't fully comprehend it. Like I said, we had to get to heaven, ask God all about that, <laughs> how he came to be, and everything. Like I said, it's a whole lot of mysteries in this world, y'all, that is, it really does make you think. So how you come back, a paralyzing demon? One, you get it to your word. Two, you really be sincere and repentant and talk to God and the Holy Spirit, asking for the protection when in the dreams. Three, have some worship music playing in the background while you go to sleep. So you got that strong spiritual protective fell from God himself. And four, do not make a mockery out of God. Because making a mockery out of God, you sure, like I said, you sure to get yeeted to the afterlife by a paralyzing demon. Because they do sap your energy. Because you're inside the dream cell. So that's the reason why. And that's the reason why God also like tells us to, to rest. Because when we don't fully rest. And we just burnt out, tired, and everything. Get to those type of dreams, and guess what? Um, it's a wrap. So, ladies and gents, from that particular topic in general, you want to make sure that you know who God is. Because if you don't know who God is, I pray for you in offense that you don't ever encounter none of those dreams. Now you do that the Holy Spirit will come and finicate you. Because if not, then it's going to be another RIP. Simple as that. Let's continue. April 12, 2022 on the Grind Tuesdays. When we do things without God, we fold and crumble heavy from the world's weight. So let me explain that fully. 
We as humans, and I mentioned this multiple times in different parts of the podcast of the past. We as humans, we want to do things our own way because that's part of our nature. So when we do things our own way and we do things how the world has taught us to do certain things, we push God towards the side. This is where I used to tell you guys back in the day in regards to, you know, how we try being in the driver's seat and have God in the back seat. We need to have God in the driver's seat while we sit our badasses in the back seat. Yes, I did say a little cuss word. I said badass. Oh my goodness, y'all about to turn it off and go crazy. Please, we all adults here. I'm just keeping it real for you guys because we all badasses when in this world where you realize they're that. You know, I'm talking about like the Terminator, like, yeah, I'm the American badass. No, I'm talking about we are hard headed behind creatures. We try to do things on our own. And when we try to do things on our own, Guess what tends to happen? We get burned. And we don't realize that we get burned. So guess what, ladies and gents? When we try to do certain things on our own because the world is telling us to do it this way and that way, and this is how you should do it, and it's a new latest trend, so you got to do it this way, that way, or you try to make some money, but we got this new business here, and got this new business there, you can go ahead, okay, that didn't work, then go in, all of that bullcrap right there. And guess what happens? We fall, we get tired, we get depressed, we have a mental illness, we have different sickness, we have all this crap and everything. Why? Because we decided as humans that we're not going to let God take care of anything because he takes so long to make things happen. So we're going to be hard-headed and do things on our own way and stuff like that. God has given us a choice. And by all means, when God has given us a choice, ladies and gents, let me go ahead and just tell you this right now. The choice that he has, he gives, he gives us, he's like, okay, you want to go ahead and do your own thing? Go ahead and do you, do you. Let me see how long that's going to be before you come back to me. Reason why so many people are so caught up in sin and running around with the heads cut off like a chicken and things of that nature it's because they're doing things their own way and supposedly their own power. We as humans have no power whatsoever. The power source that we tend to get is from the Lord, whether you realize it or not, whether you're Christian or not Christian. I'm speaking to everybody right now. The power that you think that you do have ha, is from the most high, whether you realize it. But some of y'all got the power from the enemy in case you didn't realize that as well, too. And with the enemy, he comes to collect the power that he has given to you. But from the power that we get from the most high is a blessing. Because Father God don't come to collect to, you know, be like, yeah, let me get back the power that I gave to you guys. It's like, no, it's like, go ahead and use it for good. Go ahead and use it for his glory. Go ahead and recognize that we need to sit our badasses in the back seat and let God be the driver in regards to where it is that he, um, he has us to do while we're still here on this earth and the different purposes and everything. We try to do things in this world, and I spelled without wrong, then I even realized that. Thank you, God, for showing me that because I did screenshot this particular <laughs> um, this particular podcast thing. All right, cool. I'm glad I seen that. I did not even see that when we were typing it out. So I need to redo the picture thing. But afar from that, when we try to do things well, God, we crumble. We crumble heavy. And for those that don't know, be like, man, why well, feel this heaviness in my body and there's nothing on it? 
That's because you feel the heaviness on your spirit because you're trying to do things and you're trying to be like God when you are not God. So ladies and gents, let me let you guys know. Let God be God and do what he's doing and you sit your behinds in the back seat. Let God be the driver. You cannot be the driver to your life and destination because you're going to drive yourself right straight to hell. Trying to maneuver different things and stuff like that. Nah, recognize who God is and let God take over your life. Let him guide you and have patience. I'm a man that doesn't really have patience with certain things. But the Lord is actually teaching me how to do patience. I mentioned earlier when inside the podcast, I said I was going to mention this before. And I should have actually, actually, you know what? Nah, we'll mention what I'm about to mention in Daily Tips Thursday's part. Other message. Let's continue. April 13, 2022. Motivational Wednesdays. Be very cautious to not, and I should, but to not be continuing. There we go. I'm glad to relook at this. To not be continuing being a part of this world, for this world will turn on you in an instant. As I open my little book, which I write different scripture passage that I had the Holy Spirit speak to me through throughout different days. This is a particular scripture passage inside the book of Romans that most definitely pops up all the time. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And be not fashioned according to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is the good and acceptable perfect will of God. That's the RFE 1895 edition. Now for the CSB version is, do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may discern what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. Meaning, do not be unequally yoked. With the rest of this world. This world is sick. Ladies and gents. I'm not going to diss. The transphobic. Individuals. That tend to have both a penis and a vagina. And a breast. I don't know how in the world that does happen. But for those individuals. I'm not dissing on you guys. And anything like that. God makes everybody different. And stuff like that. Those who are homosexual. I'm not going to diss y'all as well, but I will say this. Y'all that liking dudes, liking dudes, and girls liking girls, that's been around since Sodom and Gomorrah. And if you do know about the Bible, live it a type of lifestyle, and you do know about that story, then my question to you is this. Why are you still living that type of sin? Keyword, I said sin. God told us as Christians to love everybody. Love everybody. Hate the sin that they're doing. So I'm saying right now. Love everybody. Because I do know folks who are gay and stuff like that. And I don't disrespect them. The sin that y'all doing. I'm praying about. Because it's really written inside the scriptures. That's supposed to be men and women together. Now. I mentioned the other thing because it's a certain agenda that's being pushed, especially here in the United States, of Babylon. 
And I'm saying United States of Babylon because we're still a Babylonian region. And if you look at Israel history, whoever is Babylon, Israel is always at the forefront of that country. Why do you think America got good ties with Israel? Because we are the New Age Babylon. Don't believe me? Look at the Old Testament of the Bible and take a look at who has been Babylon in those regions. And take a look at how God used Israel to be with Babylon in a sense. But the reason why I mentioned the thing, because there is a certain agenda being pushed up on the younger children because they so easily to be indoctrinated. And certain individuals is pushing certain agendas that is very wrong. So a whole lot of folks is being confirmed to conform to what's actually going on in this world. And they're doing different things. Some of y'all might probably have turned this podcast off. Some of y'all might probably say, oh, you're dissing out homosexual stuff like that. And did you not hear me say it? I'm not. I said I love everybody. I said I just hate the sin that's being done. Some of y'all need listening comprehension skills. In regards to that, I said sin. I didn't say people. And some of y'all are like, well, the agenda that's being pushed is a good thing. In a sense, no. Because that is how certain plagues and things tend to come from the most high and whatnot. When the world is so sinful and the world forgets about who God truly is. And guess what? <laughs> y'all, like I said, read your Bibles. You see what happened to the Babylons, different Babylon ages, the different nationalities and stuff, and what they did against God and so forth. Take a look at Israel and how they used to be hard-headed and badasses as well, too. And what God had there for their disobedience. And it's never always nothing pretty. But the reason why I'm saying to not be conformed to this world, because it's so easy for us to get caught up in the things of this world. We're still human. We're not perfect. Not everything is going to be perfect in how we live this life. Your boy is not perfect. I'm going to let you guys know that right now. Every time my podcast, I always mention that because if I have a new listener and they hear me be a Christian, they actually see me in person and be, and you know, and I'm doing something different, you know, I'm going to have some folks to put me on blast. We thought you was a Christian and this and this and this. You doing this and this and this and this. And, you know, nowadays don't get offended by it. Be like, you know what? Thank you for reminding me. Thank your Holy Spirit for reminding me that I need to not be acting like the rest of this world. But let's be real. We're still human. We're going to screw up. <laughs> Dang, I felt a weight coming off of that when I said that. But we are going to screw up. It's human nature. Tell them that it's human nature. Why? Why? <laughs> but in a sense, it's true. Some of y'all can really agree with that. It's true. So what God said, the renewing of your mind, like don't have your thoughts be like the rest of this world. Our mind is our greatest enemy because our mind plays out pictures and scenarios 24, 7, 364 days of the week. I said 364 days as opposed to 365. If you really understand the original calendar, years and everything it's actually 364 years not 365 years y'all never read the book of enoch or the book of jasher so you know like the book of jasher yeah the book of jasher that joshua has mentioned inside of the book of joshua 
It's also mentioned in 2 Samuel, if I'm not mistaken. Book of Jeshur is actually, for some theologians and scholars, saying that it's not canonical to the Bible. Ladies and gents, it's actually 81 to 88 books of the Bible, not 66. It's way more chapters, especially when in the Old Testament. Some of the Hebrewic type of laws and, well, Hebrews and stuff like that in regards to what was created, different theologians sell centuries has said this part is not canonical this part is canonical they say the book of enoch book one is canonical they say book two book three is actually up for debate but if you kind of read the book of gesture it kind of confirms part of book three in regards to when noah coming to the picture as a baby and how he was a gut almost like a godly baby in this sense and things of that nature if you guys remember noah actually walked with god on the earth but when you read the book of Jasher, it actually kind of completes part of Genesis as to what really happened with at you know with Adam and Eve. Actually, the real story will really happen between Cain and Abel. Why Cain actually did kill Abel? How Seth came into the picture? The other genealogies of the family line that you see in Genesis that's not fully mentioned, like Tubal Cain and Lamech, what they actually did, and stuff like that. How Cain actually died. And stuff like, yeah, it's other Bible scriptures that most folks don't know about. So I highly suggest you find yourself a book of Jasher and really get into it because you're going to see what happens to the remaining sources of the different families in regards in the Old Testament before Moses and them came into the picture. You have to understand the dynamical shift and stuff. Even shoot. Even the book of Jubilees. The book of Jubilees is where Moses literally is on the Mount Sinai with God. And there's some angels helping him out to write out the Ten Commandments. And also the other laws. And it's way deeper than anything else. So you're like, why am I mentioning that when in part of this context? It's because when you look at the world... And human nature. And just the crazy things that's gone behind the scenes a long time ago. You would truly need to understand. That within this world. Ladies and jets. We still get caught up in doing the things that the world does. Rather the music that we listen to. Who we kick it with. Different things. We still get caught up from time to time. So we have to be on guard at all times to be cautious as to not being a part of this world. But also as I left the United States of America, we live in Babylon. Advertisements and other things is popping off. Sexual advertisements. Folks are straight horny left and right and just other types of things. Working with certain co-workers that got different demonic spirits and you can feel it because they five is just off. And we get attached to it because... We don't stay on guard. Stay on guard for my Christian brothers and sisters. I know there are certain sins we still do, and you know we still want to be like the rest of the world. But I'm gonna let you know right now, the world will turn on you in an instant, whether you're Christian or not. You don't follow the status quo or certain things you already know. That's your behind. You get an axe. But if you know God, you have grace and glory by Him. You have more grace. So you don't get axed out because you want a gosh child. Let's continue. Don't be part of this world, y'all. Be 
away from the world. And of course, like I said, you're going to still sin here and there. But just know who God has asked for his forgiveness. Let's continue. April 14, 2022, Daily Tips Thursdays. Study John 16.33. And understand that in this world, we do go through trials and tribulations. So God had me fully uh, speak to different people about this particular scripture and had me write it out twice. And John chapter 16, verse 33 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. You will have suffering in this world. Be courageous. I have conquered the world. This is the CSB version. The Revised 1895 edition is, These things have I spoken unto you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So, I mentioned trials and tribulations before I went in this podcast. But I'm going to mention again. Because there's some folks that are going through a heavy storm of trials and tribulations right now. We are in the year 10. So you guys like the year 10? Yeah. Subtract 2022 from 2012 and you got 10 years. You got a semi-decade right there. So some of y'all will be like, that's not a decade. Anyways, that's how I was saying. <laughs> that's 10 years. So we're in the Bible. And Pastor Robert Morrison had there confirm something I was wondering about. And a good friend of mine said to me this a while back. The year of 10 is known as testing. That's why I mentioned earlier when in this podcast, the 10 plagues that happened in Egypt that Moses had there. If you remember the 10 plagues, it was the pestilence. It was the locusts. It was the frogs. It was the um, leprosy. It was the turning... The blood, I mean, turning the ocean, you know, to blood and everything with the serpent. She also had the firstborns dying. And I forgot the flies that came through. And I forgot the other three plagues that happened. But you had them happen and whatnot. And stuff. You also got to remember that there is 10 commandments as well. Top 10 commandments. So the number 10 is synonymous and significant. We are in the year of 10. We're in the year of testing. But also my good friend by the name of Tylisha Shanae, which I highly suggest right now. You guys also check out her YouTube channel. She does have a new video out. Search for Tylisha Shanae and she'll be able to find her video. And my good friend, Miss Jenny Lynn, who also has a new podcast on Spotify. Jenny Lynn Prayer Show. Make sure you check her out as well, too. But as we get towards almost the end of this podcast, I want to let you guys know this. When it comes to trials and tribulations, we are in the year of trials and testimony. Trials and testimony. This is year 10 of trials and testimony. I have been trying to figure out why in the world the Lord has me at my job. And I'm starting to notice that I have been tested literally at my job when I went back to LAX with this particular job. But I also noticed the testimony of speaking to certain individuals in my job in regards to Christ is. Those that are lukewarm Christians, so I get them back to being fully complete those that are baby christians that still understanding who god is those that supposedly go to church but i know the lord i mean speak to them more and whatnot and me just actually professing my faith and really just being you know like yeah you know your boy's a christian dude and yada yada and stuff like that but i ain't perfect you know so cut somebody out in a minute don't get the game twisted but we'll repent at the same time too <laughs> but this is the year of trials and testing 
but at the same time, also the year of testimony. What has God done for you through the trials and tribulations that you've been going through these past four months now? Think about it. And then what's the testimony that came from it? Think about it. Because once you understand that this year is the number 10 of trials and testing, tribulation and testing, testimony, 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 testimony. So for those of you that are going through different situations right now, I highly suggest this. Take a look at those situations as you overcoming the craziness. That God most definitely got you something else much more bigger. That through your trials and tribulations that you're going to have on this earth, period. Everybody wants peace. I said it to multiple friends of mine. I said, everybody wants peace. Nobody wants chaos. I used to be the same way too. Like, man, God, I just want peace. Like, I'm going to be dealing with the crazy and with the woo. But I'm now starting to understand. In order to have peace, you have to go through some chaos. To get it, because there's a reason for us are a Christian. We are growing within our faith. And if you're not a Christian, guess what? You still are growing in life because God has gave you grace and favor for you to still be here. So understand that. And at the same time as well, too, while we end this 10th year of trials and tribulations and testing and testimony, the testimony is going to come out bigger and better and be a blessing. So always remember that right there, ladies and gents. Because remember, God has overcome the world. So if you know who Jesus is, you're good. We're going to go through the fire to be tested with our co-workers, with our bosses, with our companies, with our jobs, and with our family members, with ourselves, with our minds, with our hearts, with our relationships. We're going to be tested. But here's the thing. Get ready for the testimonies that's going to come from it. And that's going to be the greatest blessing than any gift ever. Let's continue the last podcast. Boss status Fridays, April 15, 2022. As they call Passover Friday. Or they say Good Friday. Or Easter Friday. But we're going to call it Before He Has Risen Friday. Right out. And truly ask God what is the will he has you to do for him, for others, for the kingdom. And then ask him, how do you properly declare the things to which you're asking the Lord? And this is going to be part of the cliffhanger for this week's message. Thank you, Father God, for setting this up. I pray, Father God, that each and every person that listens to this podcast, rather today on this Friday or even later on in the future, be greatly blessed during the weekend and weekdays. And that's well for the upcoming years and months to come. Let them, Father God, understand everything that's been said in this podcast. Let them understand you. Ask all these things your holy name and ask for forgiveness of sins of every person that listens to this podcast as well. Whether they believe in you or they don't, we intercede and pray for them. Ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'm going to let you guys know right now that this is going to be part of the cliffhanger. When you want to ask God something in prayer or whatever it is that you want him to do for you, you need to ask God, what can I do for you, Lord? Write it out. If he has something on your heart, 
write it out. If you don't like writing it out, get out your phone and speak it out into your little notes message. Or use your voice message um, thingy recording on the phone so that you can record what it is that you want to say and speak out to God. Then ask him, all right, Father God, this is what I want to do. Then ask him, Father God, how do I declare the things that I'm asking? We look up the word declare and really understand what the word actually means. Then you can truly be cautious of asking. It's written, ask and you shall receive. Here's the thing that is hidden within between that scriptural passage. You can ask the Lord for anything. Just get ready for the trials and tribulation that's going to come from the testing of what you ask the Lord. Because not everything that you ask from the Lord is going to come the way that, you know, you think it should be coming. That's for certain. So, let's go ahead and type in declare. What does declare mean in the dictionary? It means to make formally, to make known formally, officially, or explicitly. To make known as a determination. Obsolete, to make clear, to make evident, to state emphatically, to make a statement, a full statement of one taxable. Okay, that's not the one we're going to talk about. But basically, declaration, ladies and gents, to make known as a determination. Or to make known formally, officially, and explicitly. Basically, to make clear. Make it clear to God as to what it is that you want him to do in your life. Make it clear to what you want, to what the Lord has asked you to do for him to bless others. See, blessings don't come in the form of money and stuff like that, that we think of to be. You're being blessed right now. Listen to my voice, other tips of the trade that I'm giving you within this podcast. As you guys have noticed, within this podcast and everything, we have been talking a little bit differently. We've been talking more about Christ and we're much more productive in our faith in regards with it. Still the Rose of Wolves in, still business-minded leaders, but at the same time, it's God first above all else. Always remember that. And the cliffhanger is this. Next Monday, I mean next Friday, by God's grace, we're going to continue and really talk about how you ask God, His will, in His kingdom, and declaring things that you want to be done in your life. And at the same time, being cautious is what you ask the Lord. I want to thank each and every one of you guys for tuning into today's podcast. Hopefully you like the cliffhanger for this week. Because we're going to talk about it more next week. I want to also say this. We're still inside of a pandemic, whether you realize it or not. Please, I'm going to continue to say this to the pandemic, to the pandemic is done. Practice six feet. Wear your face mask. Have hand sanitizer. Sanitizing wipes. And everything. Wear gloves. Change them out. Keep yourself and others safe. And at the same time, understand what Resurrection Sunday is really about. You want to get a better understanding of it? Watch The Passion of the Christ. The movie that Mel gets from that. Watch that. But like really, really, really have to ask the Holy Spirit to open up your heart to actually understand how gruesome his death was, but how powerful his love for dying on that cross truly is. 
Ladies and just enjoy your Resurrection Sunday. I've been your host for this evening. Q Moore, also known as Chinchilla Q of Rocker Productions. Hit rockerproductionsteam.org. Singing peace, sayonara, God bless, have a wonderful weekend. All you guys, let us Friday, one love, deuces.